What we left behind in 2022 has already reared its ugly head. There's fighting, there's backstabbing, there's confusion. And that's just in Washington, D.C. How about that border crisis? Let me explain. Happy 2023 and basically already being halfway through January. I needed an extra week to get over 2022, as you can understand, because it's a new year, but the same old dudes and dudettes are ruining the world. We ended 2022 on this note from the fearless non-leader known as Old Joe. She's also my best friend. For real. Can tell her anything. She's got a backbone like a ramrod. <laughs> oh, she does. You don't want to mess with me with this woman. Always the smooth talker. It was, it was so smooth that Drew Barrymore gave the most over-the-top, I'm so uncomfortable right now kind of laugh to make it stop. But that wasn't the true end for the year. The end end was just Joey down there in the Virgin Islands vacationing while the world continues on its demise. And he's allowed to do that because he needs some downtime. All presidents do. But also, golf is the worst sport ever, and basketball is the best. So yeah. Am I doing this right? Let me know your thoughts in the comments because I have a resolution to do this right. Someone has to. And since it's the new year, if you'd be willing to resolve to share this video, it'd be quite helpful of you. Now, on the note of sports, just one of the many things that divided us all of last year was thankfully pushed aside for just a little bit, but it was actually because of an unfortunate witness of a man going into cardiac arrest on the football field. During the first quarter of the NFL's Monday night featured game between the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals, with playoff implications on the line, 24-year-old safety for the Bills, DeMar Hamlin, collapsed to the ground after making a tackle. No one appeared to know what had happened, and it left everyone in attendance and watching in a state of unease. We later learned it was cardiac arrest and CPR was performed on the field. During all of it, the players and staff showed their humanity as tears were shed and they knelt down in prayer. A week later, Hamlin made a recovery no one knew would happen. And on what should have been game day for him, he tweeted from a hospital bed. Game day. Nothing I want more than to be running out that tunnel with my brothers. God using me in a different way today. Tell someone you love them today. And then he added, let's go Bills. The entire week, God was using Hamlin to remind everyone that you aren't as big and almighty as you think, and you should humble yourself now and then. That young man surely knows what's important in life. And refreshingly, even one person in the media does. ESPN's Dan Orlovsky on live air closed his eyes and prayed to the Lord. I've heard it all day, like thoughts and prayers. And you just heard Scherf and Jonathan Allen say, like, all we can do is pray for him. And I've heard the Buffalo Bills organization say, like, we believe in prayer. And maybe this is not the right thing to do, but I want to, it's just on my heart that I want to pray for It is. Damar Hamlin right, right, right now. Um, I'm going to do it out loud. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to bow my head, and I'm just going to pray for him. Um, God, we come to you in these moments that we don't understand, that are hard, uh, because we believe that your God and coming to you and praying to you um, has impact. We're, we're sad, we're angry, um, and we want answers, but some things are unanswerable. We just want to pray, truly come to you and pray for strength for Damar, for healing for Damar, for comfort for Damar, to be with his family, to give them peace, 
if we didn't believe that prayer didn't work, we wouldn't ask this of you, God. Um, I believe in prayer. We believe in prayer. We lift up Damar Hamlin's name in your name. Amen. 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 That prayer aired on national television, which already makes 2023 better than 2022. So take a moment to reflect on this and ask yourself if 2022 was all about you and then make 2023 all about we, not me. But please do let me know your thoughts on all of this because we already have this year being all about Joey. And that means all the nonsense that comes along with him. If I can halt for a second and just say to you, the impact what happened on July the 6th had international repercussions beyond what I think any of you can fully understand. As I was, the, I'll paraphrase the phrase in my old neighborhood. The rest of the country, the world's not a patch on our genes. If we do what we want to do, we need to do. It's not like people are sitting around a table and somewhere in, in Central America say, I got a great idea. Let's sell everything we have. Let's give it to a coyote, a smuggler. They'll take us on a harrowing journey for thousands of miles to get to the United States. Then we're going to legally cross the border. They're going to drop us in a desert and we're faced where we don't speak the language. Won't that be fun? I'm not being facetious. Well, President Harris led this effort. Come again? Yeah. So after that little presser, Joe said he'd go down to the border, which is more than President Harris, a.k.a. Kamalama Ding Dong can say. Biden spent a whopping four hours near the border, or said another way, the same amount of time that anywhere from 1,500 to 2,300 illegal immigrants were able to cross over into the United States. But where was the border czar during this time? Where in the world is Kamalama Lama Ding Dong? <laughs> Ding Dong stayed back, as in back in hiding, far, far away from the border. But she was tweeting out her optimism. I've never been more optimistic about our future, she said. Today, standing with the president and other members of the cabinet, we discussed our plan for 2023. Together, we will deliver on lowering inflation, creating more jobs, and building an economy that works for everyone. Quick question. In focusing on the economy and creating more jobs, does that mean hiring someone to replace all of the gas stoves in the Biden residences, since now that, you know, that's a priority for the Biden administration? Oh, no. Oopsie. There's Ramrod Jill, the greatest doctor of all the doctors, named Dr. J, who didn't play basketball, using that gas stove that you are being told is so, so, so very bad for the world. Whatever shall we do now? Was I gaslighting you right then? Because I meant to. And one follow-up question. Does that building an economy take into account the effects of black markets? You know, like the drug markets. Because at the end of 2022, we were made aware that the Drug Enforcement Administration seized enough fentanyl to kill every American citizen. And where is all that fentanyl coming from, you may ask? Just look south. As Ann Milgram said in a press release, more than 379 million deadly doses were seized from all over the country, and those responsible for trafficking the drugs are just, you know, two prominent drug cartels from Mexico. I'm seriously glad that we are all alive right now, and some of us even have eyes to see. Except not, of course, Joey, who can't tell the difference between a Secret Service agent and a member of the Salvation Army 
even though he was directly told he was being introduced to a member of the Salvation Army. Move along, Joe, move along. You know, maybe Joe should have taken something to help him concentrate before going to meet with members of the Salvation Army. Oh, who am I kidding? That wouldn't have helped him, but it has helped me. It's 2023, and I plan to be moving and grooving this year. But I can't just rely on Old Faithful, my cup of sweet nectar, the beans that make me dance. As I get a little older now, I need something more than just coffee, something that loves my body for who I am. Wait, no. I'm talking, of course, about Magic Mind, a sweet shot of goodness that is good in all the right ways. The ingredients are as clean as a pampered baby's bottom, and I know because I have a baby. Anyway, there's matcha, which I usually don't care for, but it's combined with a few other nootropics. You know, science stuff. And that makes all the difference. The matcha helps my body slow the absorption of the caffeine, and that means I'm able to keep the benefits that much longer. Plus, there's L-theanine in matcha, which reduces stress. And let's be real, the nonsense that I talk about is stressful. I can feel my cortisol creep up every time I see the news. Needless to say, Magic Mind has helped me and I want it to help you. So if you want to see if it does help you, please visit magicmind.co slash Healthy Republic. For the next 10 days, you'll save more than half on a subscription if you put in the code Healthy Republic 20. I'm all about saving money and I'm naturally parsimonious, but have you been tracking the inflation lately? Oh, great, there goes my cortisol levels again. I need another Magic Mind. Anyone have one? Mm -hmm. Do you have one? Because you should get yours. And all you have to do, again, go to magicmind.co slash healthy republic and then make sure to put in that code healthy republic 20 and save some coin. And speaking of saving coin, the House has attempted to do something positive for the economic status of all Americans. After the debacle that was the speaker election, which I'll comment on momentarily, the House passed its first bill of the 118th Congress a bill to rescind the funding that would give the IRS, you know, the tax guys, another 87,000 agents. For what they would do, who really knows? But it likely won't pass the Senate, so I guess we'll have to actually find out what they were going to do. Now on to the debacle that was the election of the Speaker of the House. R.I.P. Nancy. I know she's not dead, but she might as well have an in memoriam. Let me know in the comments if you want me to make that video. Well, Nancy's day job was taken over by a man who just won't quit. Oh, the joy. He's one of those guys. I'm talking, of course, about Kevin McCarthy, a 57-year-old man who's been in the house for going on 16 years and is from California, which means he'll be there for another 25 years because that's how they do. This isn't a service for them. It's a paycheck. He just got a $30,000 add-on per year, by the way. Plus, of course, all of those unwritten benefits. Cha-ching! If at first you don't succeed, then try, 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 try until you just wear everyone else down to nothingness, lost without any hope. 
And then you'll succeed in getting everyone to hate you and remember you as the guy who took 15 rounds of voting to be elected into something. McCarthy is trying to fail as many times as Edison did with the light bulb, but the difference is we now have electricity and McCarthy is still in the house. By the end of this, we'll have a whole new definition for McCarthyism. Let's see how this one turns out. And if you don't know what I'm referring to, then you don't know your history and you should make yourself a resolution to learn about history. Make it 2023, the year of history, not herstory. Moving on. Demonstrating the circus that became the speaker's election, Representative Matt Gates, no friend of McCarthy and one of the ardent holdouts during this entire thing, at one point, Gates actually nominated the most recent former president. We also have to restore to the speaker's office an actual person that ought to be in the speaker's office, not the squatter who is currently there. And if the architect of the Capitol is listening, I sent a letter and I would like to know what the basis is to allow somebody to occupy the speaker's office who comes in second place 10 straight times. Is there like some basis in law or rule or precedent for that? And so I nominate President Trump because we must make our country great again, and he can start by making the House of Representatives great again. And so it went on and on and on. And it really did become a laughing matter once we got to the point where it's a week into the new year and still no speaker. The election for speaker became the longest since the one from December 1859 to February 1860, the mid-19th century. Oh, those were the days, Civil War and all that. But back here in 2023, there's just nothing to see here. Ask Joe Biden. He'll tell you so. CBS News learned roughly 10 documents marked classified were found inside this former office of President Biden right across from the U.S. Capitol. Sources told CBS News the Justice Department launched the review into the matter after the president's personal lawyers found a small number of documents with classified markings in a locked closet. <gasps> oh, that sounds familiar. But what will happen next? Nothing, I assume, because it was just an honest mistake, I'm sure, by Joey. It was almost World War III, according to our trusted media, when it was Donald Trump who had some documents in a closet. Such a travesty. Now it's Joey who did it, so... Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief, you know? We know that. So it's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's probably what's going on. Yeah, that's probably what's going on. So Biden has no problem then answering a simple question about the classified documents. Just keep smiling, just keep smiling, or better yet, just keep replaying this sentiment. And you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. What did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen, how one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. Totally irresponsible. He makes a good point. But with the shoe on the other foot, 
Joe doesn't remember which foot it began with. Who cares if the classified documents found in his former office included briefings on foreign countries with his time as vice president? They may say a thing or two about Hunter Biden, but who cares? Because after all, Joey was surprised to learn that there were files in there. And of course, he didn't know what they contained. He doesn't know that we are now in 2023 or that he is supposed to be president of the United States. His handlers remind him of it every day. Like how Drew Barrymore's character Lucy, who has amnesia, has to be reminded every morning that she loves Adam Sandler's character Henry from the movie Fifty First Dates. And that, my friends, is how you begin and end a video by talking about Joe Biden and Drew Barrymore. I love it when a plan comes together, Hannibal style. Anyway, it may be 2023, but keep giving those Fs faith, family, and friends. And don't forget to score some sweet swag at freedomproject.com store. You deserve to look nice in the new year. Until next time, stay healthy, America.